Welcome back to the Kobe Simmet Audio Experience. In this episode, we're discussing some key attributes, skills, and practices of effective leaders. Uh, in this episode, we're discussing leadership. We thought it'd be a great opportunity to get on and talk to you guys with some good audio quality in our new studio in a day when the office isn't too busy on a very strategic topic that we want to talk more about. So I hope this helps you. As always, if you have got comments or if you want to ask questions, you can direct message me on LinkedIn and we will do our best to promote this uh, on LinkedIn so you guys can find out about it. I think the first place to start today is to talk about the definition of leadership and that it's a noun. Uh, The definition I've got here in front of me is it's the action of leading a group of people or an organization, the state or position of being a leader. And some of the similar words, you know, to leadership are guidance, direction, authority, control, management. One of the things I have noticed over my years, most recent years, probably the last five or six years here in business at Best Practice, is that this this saying that goes, in the absence of a leader, a leader steps up. And, you know, I did notice that when I was growing up through my late teen years and my early 20s. I did lots in the scouts. I was in the scout association and, uh, you know, we did, we did scouts and then venturers. And then rovers, sort of, you know, 15 through to 26 years old. I know I noticed that in certain situations that, you know, that statement of in the absence of a leader, a leader steps up. I know there's been times when uh, in business when I've not been, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, my best self um, and, you know, stressed for whatever reason. And I have seen that either um, um, intentionally or unintentionally different leaders step up either someone steps in and helps you or you don't control the situation and and manage your team effectively and so someone will step into that position so the signal for you guys in terms of me talking about this is that if you want to uh, step up as a leader uh, that there are often opportunities to do that and and you can do that by you know starting to look at some of these characteristics and developing them and testing them in the workplace Um, And you can see how, you know, in the absence of a leader, a leader steps up. Now, the other saying that I've been uh, I've been uh, I've been using and living by is also that the leader sets the tone. And um, it is it is very important to be setting the tone, certainly from a cultural perspective in your organisation. And so you can look around you. You're probably already starting to think about um, some of the people in your organisation or that you've worked with where, you know, the leader does set the tone. Uh, and also, you know, in the absence of a leader, a leader steps up. So, you know, when the leader's away, who steps up? Is it the right person or the wrong person? So we really need to think about that. So um, we did some Google searching to prepare for this and, and um, you know, to see who's writing and who's doing uh, different stuff on the web um, to see if it's consistent with our hypothesis and what we're thinking. Um, so the first thing we've stumbled across is like the five essential leadership skills and practices. Um, and, and, and those are... Self-development, team development, strategic thinking and strategic acting, and then ethical practice and civic-mindedness. And I'd agree with that, that, that um, you know, probably adding in the last one uh, being innovation and having some innovation skills. So, you know, self-development, probably one of the most important things. We obviously talk lots about it here at Best Practice, you know, lots of book recommendations, lots of self-development. I've just been briefing one of our operations managers on some self-development in one of our technical teams and I've just you know given her a pile of books to give out to her team that's going to be our book club and the next things we're going to work on from self-development perspective but that constant you know that constant self-development what does that mean what does that look like you know think about your most effective learning style when you've you know the situations you've been in when you've learned the most 
and try to put yourself in that position more often. Myself personally, I try to read 30 minutes to an hour every day. So there's a constant flow of books coming into the best practice office. Uh, as books are recommended to me, I buy them straight away and I add them to the library and then I'll flick through those books and look at what's in them and then mark them for, for a time in the future when I'm gonna read them. So self-development, really important. And it's constantly giving you information from, you know, effectively those, those authors become your mentors. And they've, they've been in situations and they've solved problems in the past and, and that is an opportunity for you to learn from their experience, learn from their mistakes. So self-development, number one, team development. Team development and developing as a team, looking at A, making sure your team are working to their strengths. So I personally look really closely at my team members and I make sure that I'm pushing them into their strength and looking for the gaps. I'm not, I don't spend a lot of time developing my team members' weaknesses. Uh, we hire into weakness here at Best Practice. So we're looking at, um, you know, where are the gaps? Where are the places that we're falling down? And yeah, okay, we might be able to try to cover some of those weaknesses, but we go looking for people who are super motivated and super strong in the areas of weakness in our business. And that's how we complement, you know, have the team members complement each other. Um, I know that that's not a very popular view, um, that, you know, there's lots of, oh, you know, we've got to work on developing our weaknesses. If you're playing to your strengths and you're, you're in the right position that matches your strengths, then you're going to be happier, you're going to be more, f more effective, more confident. And, and if someone is passionate and motivated about closing out on their weaknesses, then of course they can go and do that and do that self-development and, and team development in that area. But here at Best Practice, the team development is around how do we work more effectively executing our strengths. Uh, strategic thinking and acting. Uh, really important. I've really struggled with this word strategy for a few years and what that looks like. I'm, I'm clearly very, you know, I know I'm very good at it, but in terms of actually teaching you guys and talking more about strategy, you know, how are we going to deliver things? And, and I think from a strategic perspective with our team members and, and being a better leader, I looked last week at our psychometric testing um, across our whole team. And I looked at some areas where there are hot spots you know, trends, uh, you know, through the team. And strategically, I can now, I can readjust how I deliver my message. So where I might traditionally give a message like verbally or via video, um, now we're changing to add a slide deck. Uh, our all hands meeting uh, once a month where we, where we have our full company meeting once a month, uh, doing more work with a slide deck and presentation and evidence-backed um, information, uh, not, just, not, not just taking it on my word, but actually putting evidence behind um, some of the information we present, more graphs, more diagrams, more infographics is helping people. Uh, and, and strategically, it's thinking about that strategy. Strategically, how do you deliver that information? When's the right time? Um, what, you know, what sort of chain of events need to happen? So um, doing a deep dive on strategic thinking and then obviously strategic acting. Ethical practice and civic-mindedness. Civic I think it's, you know, we talk a lot about empathy here at Best Practice and you know the right thing to do is all the right thing to do and you know the right thing to do is always the right thing to do so so that's definitely something we focus on here and i'd like you to start thinking about you know the, the right thing to do deploying empathy what does empathy look like for you and empathy is 360 degrees it's both ways it's from both parties in any interaction uh in the in the team and the last one there in this particular list is innovation and starting to think about, well, from an innovation perspective, what does that look like? What are the things that might happen in the future? What's the, what's the changing of expectations that's occurring in your team members or in your customers or out in the marketplace and making sure that you're getting in front of that with some strategic projects? 
We've got a number of strategic projects happening here at Best Practice, a number of business, innova business innovations changing, things starting to happen here at Best Practice that are going to future-proof us. So, so what is happening in the future? What is changing? And what can you do to future-proof yourself and your team? So what we um, then looked on is what might be an additional 10 characteristics of a good strategic leader uh, and, and these are things that you guys can work on. You can take this list away. I'm going to go through this list with you right now. And so um, the 10 characteristics that we're starting to talk about is the first one being strong communication skills, both written communication skills, verbal communication skills, public speaking communication skills. And for me, that starts with great eye contact. I can make great, great eye contact with you guys, but when you're speaking with you know, people that you're working with, Eye contact and shoulders back in good posture with your good non-verbal communication skills are really important. And that's going to give people confidence. Um, they're going to, you know, they will follow up somebody who makes them feel confident. Um, good listening skills uh, is, is obviously number two, listening skills and empathy and uh, starting to think about you know, what you can do to help people, how you can make people more effective. So a couple of key questions that I use in using my good communication skills and good listening skills is asking people, what's on your mind? Letting them answer, letting them go. And if, if they slow down and they, you know, they start running out of things to talk about, you say, and what else? And what else? And the final question is, what can I do for you to make you more effective? So those, it, they are open questions that get people talking. And the more you can get people talking and then respond so they feel heard. So then what I will do is, you know, as someone's delivering some information, I'll play it back to them. Okay, so I understand that you're concerned about this, this and this. People want to feel heard. And when they feel heard, they know that you care, genuinely care about their issue. And then you're starting to think about how you can help them solve their issue. So... So those are the, you know, from a listening skills perspective and, a, and a, um, you know, an empathy, uh, really great, you know, to, to hone those sorts of things. So think about little, little short open questions you can be asking to help people. Great book called The Coaching Habit. Uh, it's one of the books we recommend here at Best Practice that will really help, help you with that. Obviously, passion and commitment, positive energy and being an optimistic person uh, is going to help you to be a better leader and be acknowledged and earn respect. Uh, you can't demand respect. You need to earn it. And that, that, is, that of, often comes with passion and commitment and motivation and energy. Um, the fourth point there is obviously positivity. Um, you know, it, it, it follows on from our last topic uh, that, you know, we like, we all like being around positive, optimistic people. Um, you know, I'm not sure about you, but I don't like being around negative people. So, you know, leadership and, and enhancing yourself as a leader is, is as equally important to be positive because people like being around positive people. They're drawn to positive people. You're like, oh, that person's pretty negative. I don't want to hang out with them anymore. So um, like your friends, uh, you can start to think about, you know, do you want to hang around with someone negative and follow someone negative or do you want to follow someone who's, who's positive? Um, you know, innovation. Um, you know, when, when you're really thinking about what's going to happen in the future, um, you know, we talk about this don't get, you know, uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable, not comfortable being comfortable because when you get comfortable, that's generally when something's, you know, something's going to come at you and, and catch you off guard. So really starting to think about innovation and what you can do from an innovation perspective to be, uh, you know, to be future-proofing yourself. Um, point number six in this, in this second 10 is collaboration. 
And when you collaborate, you know, deploying empathy, good listening skills, um, you know, and assistance and help and collaborating with people, that's going to help you be a good strategic leader because you can start to assemble, you know, a team of people that you're collaborating with that are not necessarily people reporting to you. But as a leader, if you can take a collaborative approach to leadership, then you're going to earn, earn a lot of respect with people because they're going to feel heard and they feel like they're contributing and most of the people that I talk to want to be doing meaningful work and they want to feel like they're contributing and they, they want to feel that, you know, people are grateful for the help they're giving. So that collaborative approach to leadership, really important. Honesty goes without saying, pretty straightforward. You know, it's about, you know, acknowledging your successes and failures and, you know, and being open and honest and to a certain extent transparent um, and then also, you know, a little bit vulnerable. It's not about turning on the water, waterworks, but it's about being a little bit vulnerable and being transparent. And when you make mix, mistakes, acknowledging them and saying, wow, we just worked out another way that doesn't work. Um, you know, we, we want to move fast and break things really quickly because we can break them and we can fail fast and we can move on. And that, that is that honesty and, and not trying to hide mistakes. It's about, right, we just, we, my intent is to, this is my goal. You know, this is the business goal. This is the strategic goal of the organisation. We want to be basically, you know, be really honest about the mistakes you're making because we want to we want to go really fast and we want to break things really quickly so that we can fix them and we can make the, the organisation resilient and robust and, and future-proof it. Uh, diplomacy, uh, I think, is important and that is about, you know, you know, um, being, to be a good strategic leader, you know, being tactful, uh, learning good leadership skills, deploying empathy, good listening skills, um, really important, um, you know, and, and uh, in, the, in the words of Henry Kissinger, um, diplomacy is the art of restraining power. Uh, so being, you know, a little bit humble and, and, and demonstrating humility in most situations and being a humble leader uh, is going to help you, you know, achieve that sort of that, that more diplomatic approach to leadership. Coming at number nine uh, is empathy. We're building on my previous points, um, but being empathetic, um, you know, you're not the therapist of the organisation, um, but you're, if you can deploy some empathy and you can teach empathy, so we've been doing a fair bit of work here at Best Practice teaching different team members empathy and how to deploy that with their teammates um, and their colleagues, uh, a really important point. And the more that you can do that to be a good listener, listener, empathetic leaders gain the respective employees and more likely to be successful and successfully execute the organisation strategies because they know exactly what it takes to get the job done and who's involved and what, what's going to happen. The final point there, which I've already touched on, is, uh, is obviously humility. So um, humble leaders admit their mistakes, apologise when necessary and always share credit. And sharing credit is really important. And in fact, you know, give all the credit to your team because it's your team that helps you deliver the results that you're there to do. So, um, you know, you want to be a human, not a robot um, and more relatable. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's best practice to empower and reward others instead of acting like the smartest person in the room. And in fact, I never think I'm the smartest person in the room um, because it's my team that actually makes me really look good. I'm just the talking head that gets it out in front of the group. But um, those are the 10 things that, I, you know, I wanted you guys to really be, you know, concentrating on from, you know, a, a leadership perspective, um, what you can do to, you know, to move forward um, and start thinking about that. If you want some great books to read, um, probably the, the, the two, um, three books that I'd recommend, actually two books I'd recommend, both by Simon Sinek. Uh, the first book is Start With Why. Um, and I think that's, uh, that's one of Simon's great books. And the second one is Eaters, Leaders Eat Last. Uh, both by Simon Sinek, two excellent books on leadership that I'd highly recommend. 
and of course, more watching and listening of Best Practice TV. So if you've got any questions, if you've got any comments, did you like this? Did you not like it? Was it really good to remind yourself, you know, what, what, is, um, you know, what is great from a leadership perspective? I hope it was thought provoking those, you know, those key points about being a better leader uh, for you and key points to work on, you know, five leadership skills. So remembering skills are self-development, team development, strategic thinking, ethical practice and innovation in terms of skills. And then remembering some of those 10 characteristics of being a good leader, which was, you know, passion and commitment, positivity, listening skills, innovation, collaboration, honesty, diplomacy, empathy and humility. Those features, if you like, of a good leader and the skills of a good leader. But overall there we're thinking about listening skills. I think the, the two takeaways for me are really great listening skills, uh, understanding what empathy means in your organisation and understanding what you can do to be a better leader to grow in your career. Lots of stuff uh, obviously available on best practices in leadership and more things coming through from us here at Best Practice on our website. So I hope you've enjoyed this experience of, uh, of the Kobe Simmet podcast and the Kobe Simmet audio experience. If there's a specific topic you want me to talk more about right here on our podcast, I really enjoyed doing it. This was a quick snappy one just to jump on and give you guys uh, a little bit of a update on what we're up to and what we've got going on here at Best Practice. I hope you've enjoyed the Kobe Simmet audio experience. Don't forget to share it with your friends. We're available on all of our favorite podcast platforms. If you are watching this, we do record obviously the podcast as a video so you can check that out on best practice tv and i hope you're enjoying all the posting we're doing on platforms like linkedin and instagram so um, if you have got a question the best place to ask me questions is a direct message on linkedin or comment below any of the videos we do check the inboxes for our social platforms so i hope you've enjoyed this Please, if you're watching this live on YouTube or if you're watching it on YouTube, hit that like button and subscribe. And I hope to see you out there next time on Best Practice TV and right here on the Kobe Simmet Audio Experience. Bye for now.